Hello and welcome to a very special edition. Oh, of Crap- George, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You do, I don't want to do this. This is. Do... It's, it's, no, I don't want to do it. It's been a shitty year. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, George, but it's been pretty bollocks. You know, for for a lot of people and and me included. And I feel like you know, I was thinking, oh well, you know, I should I should we should be there to sort of spread the joy and to make people happy at Christmas because it's you yeah. know it's all gone to pot. But fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. I can't be bothered. I don't want to do it. I'm sad too. So fuck this. So, I'm not doing it. So all this material I've got, because listeners, I've got a show for you here. I I did have a show for you here. All of this just I have to scrap now because you don't. Yeah, you we're not doing. I'm not doing it. George. I don't want to do it because that's how you. Well, well, can you blame me, George? Can you blame me? Christmas has been cancelled. I'm in a land dispute with a guy called Chris at the moment, mm. and it's all go. Everything's going wrong. I can't be fucked. Well, I mean, that's that's fine if you want to do that to the to the listeners, deprive them of. Um... My thoughts on this year's Strictly, for example, which I was going to share with you in great detail. If you want to deprive the listeners of that, then fine. Let's yes, do I, d- I do. Let's, I do. Let's, let's abandon it. We'll let's abandon it. We'll leave it. I mean, I was thinking, yeah. actually, George, that instead we could just stick. Do you know that little thing we did for uh, the Royal Family? You know, that's ah, the secret yes. podcast. We could just release yes. that. Just bog that out. Yeah, that'll that's, do. That's like an hour of material. Yeah, that'd be just fine. Just there, sitting around, so... And then, like, you can save this year's uh, material for, like, next year's Christmas special. I mean, it'll probably be about this year's telly, so it'll be a bit behind in that. But, yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll, if you want to hear my thoughts on this year's Strictly, tune into Christmas 2021 <laughs> my thoughts on Strictly 2020. Uh, it's not the only thing I'm scrapping. I have loads of material. But... Probably a bit too I much, mean, actually, because you did I share mean, a truth- bit and we might be going for three hours, so it's probably for yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall I, shall I explain what this secret podcast is all about, then? Yes, yeah. Okay, so w- what we did in the in the middle of summer, we thought it would be a great idea to record a special podcast episode exclusively for the royal family, yeah. which we would send to them on disc... Uh, just to see if any of them listen yeah, to it. It's not a weird thing to do. It's not a weird thing. It's perfectly reasonable. Totally normal. Totally normal. We came up with this idea in summer, but we, we didn't really send it off until last week. I don't even think we recorded yeah. it until two weeks ago. But, um, no. yeah, here is our very special Christmas royal... It's not really Christmassy. Yeah, Christ- royal well, special. Just pretend, just pretend. It's, pretend. it's, yeah. Christmas. it's dead Christmassy. You'll love it. It is um, real festive. An intro out for this, Paul. No, I, I didn't know I was supposed to. I thought that was what you normally did. No, what, what gave you? No, I thought you were going to sort it out. No, well, you normally. I, this sort was your idea. The crash no, of the fortunes the last... wasn't that your idea? Yeah, but that was a one-off. That was like a different thing. That was, was like a, we're back to normal. Well, it sort wasn't of back a one-off. To we did it a... nine times. Oh, no, all right. <laughs> yeah, but. No, okay, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything. I thought this was, you know, this was your idea to send the rules a podcast. So I thought, well, I'll let George do the intro. He's obviously got something planned. Um, how do you address them? Like, I don't know. I know it's um, the Majesty, but how do you address the other ones? 
His Majesty. His His Yeah, but how, if you were talking to one of the princes, then how, how would you do that? Um, you wouldn't call Prince like, William uh, His Majesty, or you just say like, um, oh uh, Charlie, you say, hey Charlie, I uh, will. Yeah. I um, um, she wouldn't be there. She wouldn't no, be she's... there. Yeah. It's interesting. I think she'd be the most intercrass as well out of the lot, but. Well, maybe that's well. That's part of the reason we're sending this in is so yeah. that maybe we can, you know, get a couple of hands in. Yeah. Are you eat? What are you eating now? Are you stuff in I'm your eating, face? It's a club. It's a club bar. I'm just eating a club. I'm hungry. Right. Uh, you're, hello, royal recipient of this podcast. Uh, I'm George Walsh, and with me, stuffing his hamster cheeks full of biscuits, is Paul Austin, and we have recorded. Hello. And we have recorded a very... Well, we are re- about to record. By the time you get this, it will yeah. be... Re- a special episode just for you. A crass royal special. It's a crass royal knockout. Hey! Thing tune. Listeners, the Royal Family, it's a crass Royal Knockout. We're sending this directly to your, I don't know, like mailbox, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure how this works. George is organising it I'll, all week. I'll work explain it out. I'll work it out. But uh, you're hearing this now. All the Royals, hopefully. Uh, as George said, I'm Paul. He's George. And yeah. um, I mean, normally we would start with Paul's question time, but actually I killed that off at the end of the last series. Yeah. So, so George, instead... you got... I have got something Good. to replace it. It's George Walsh's big questions. Are we gonna have a jingle for that? Yeah, stick one in. Good. Paul. George. Yes. George Walsh's big questions. You didn't wish me happy birthday. What's that all about? Oh, yeah. It was the the first, wasn't it? Yeah. A few days ago, nothing. nothing. Radio oh, yeah. silence Shit. from you. Any... any uh, what? No defence of you. I just, just... Is this the big question? Well, I was going to save the big question until we come back with a new series, but I thought it's a pressing question. Let's raise it now on crass. Let's have it out. When's my birthday? May seventh. So you thought I'd you thought I wouldn't know that? It's the same as Tchaikovsky, Brahms, David Tomlinson off of Mary Poppins, <laughs> Nicholas Heitner. I know, I know. I've done the. I've got it written down in front of me, but I know all this anyway. Millionaire. Well, what happened? I did Millionaire what for hap- you. You did nothing for me. You did do Millionaire. I mean, me. I didn't do it on my own. But... Well, here's the thing. What happened was, George... Yeah. What happened? Oh, it was Janelle Monáe's birthday. I knew that. 
I, I, I forgot. Okay. I forgot. Right. I forgot it was your birthday. Well, that's that's that dealt with. That was just George Walsh's big questions. I've got Paul's question time very quickly. Oh, Should sure do the jingle then as well? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm bringing it back. Paul's question time. Paul's question time. Um, what's this got to do with the royal family, George? They're listening to this at home, you know, in the slippers and with the with a ready breck, and they're thinking, what are they talking about? Why are they having this petty argument? We want to hear them talk about the, us, the royal family. This yeah. is what this is all for. Yeah. And you've derailed it already with, you know, frankly, egotistical um, questions about your birthday. Is this Nobody is this cares. Your, no this, one cares. Is this your question time? Is that what you, yes. really what you're bringing up is that, you know... You're making yourself look worse, really, there, I think. All right, okay. You forgot my Let's move on, then. Yeah, all right. Don't keep saying it. People start thinking I'm a jerk. Let's move on. Let's move on. We'll have a sting. (laughs) Well, it's time now for Crass Correspondence. Oh, no, we've got an we've actual got, jingle. We've got a jingle Shit. for this, Paul. Yeah. Sorry. Play that now. Switch the machine up! Stop the presses! I don't believe it! Stop the bloody presses! Express correspondence! We've had an email here from someone who's emailed in before. It says, Dear okay. Crass Podcast... I recently got wind. I, I wish the email stopped there because we could just just rip into that. Yeah. <laughs> I recently got wind. Oh, did you? Well, that'd be good because we <laughs> we could give him some hints about you know yeah. how to sort of prevent or sort of you know prevent wind. Yeah. Have you got any of those? Um, I've got, see, I only have advice for the next step of the way from wind. So, like, oh, I was going to recommend okay. emodiums, but I don't know if they stop wind so much as. <laughs> If anything, if it's stopping the process, I don't want to get too involved. <laughs> no, okay, all right. This... No, let's carry on with. Did you say who it was from, or are you uh, saving that to the no, end? No, I'll I'll save the surprise until the end. Okay, um, good. You'll get it. You'll get there before I. Oh, almost certainly. Uh, I recently got wind of a rumor that you were doing an episode for the Royals, and I would like to be the first to say that I'm disgusted that the pair of you would prop up an archaic, var disgusting institution such as the monarchy on your show. If I actually listened to your podcast instead of just sharing my unsolicited non-opinions like the twatty, fuck-brained, scatological piece of shit that I am, I'd stop <laughs> subscribing immediately. Now, if you'll excuse me, writing this email is very much eating into my spare time. I have a video essay on the Cold War as seen through the prism of Gru off of the Despicable Me films to finish editing. And if I get that done before nightfall, I'll still have a few pleasant hours spare to harass some OnlyFans models in a language I don't understand. Nikohedo no yo niago, 114 discriminator. P.S. P.S. Do you have any idea how much effort it takes to conceal my extremely far-right views? It's not easy being an armchair socialist slash communist slash anarchist. So that's uh, someone who's emailed him before, 114 discriminator. Yep. Um, do you know what their, do you know what one more four's favourite quiz show is, Paul? ITV <laughs> Tea Time quiz show. Any guesses? No. 
No, I, I, reveal it to me because I'm I interested. I think it's the chase with Bradley Walsh. <laughs> Because I think he's, yeah, he's a, he, he wishes he was a chaser. And in many ways, he already is. D- yeah, yeah, several ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's one one for Discord. One of our favourite people. Um, any, have you had any other correspondence yeah. in this time? Or, or is it just, no. just that one? It's just it's literally funny, that one. How long have we been off for, George? Fucking, I know that there's a pandemic on and shit, yeah. but come on. It's, it's been about six seven months is it something like that something like that yeah fuck all fuck don't all in our inboxes they don't care do they and i don't think we can blame ourselves no. i think we're the last people that we can bl- blame if anyone yeah well there you go so if you do want to email yeah. the podcast like 114 discriminator definitely emailed in with that email the the yep. address is crasspodcast at gmail.com that's okay. the one next bit Next bit. We put another sting in there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a royal special. This is for the royals. So I think it's only fit that we have some royal content that you know we've had to conjure up between. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So. have you got any royal content you'd like to share? Well, I did. I did have a thought, George, because obviously we're sending this into them. We're sending it. I'm not sure. You still haven't really explained to me how this is going to work. Have they got like a mailbox you can like put post in, you can, like in you, school, and you put yeah. in? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. And you yeah, can just yeah. send them anything that you want, and they they they're, they're guaranteed to listen to it or read it or watch it. Well, in theory, in theory, they do. They usually send like a sort of kind, polite response. Saying, um, I I thank you for sending in the podcast. I was touched by the gesture, signed Prince Charles, or something like that, you know. So right. I just wanted to see if any of them would bite, really. I don't think any of them will yeah. listen, let's be frank. But um, <laughs> but I'd like to see if, if, if any bite and do send us a sort of reply saying, well, well, thank you, thank you so much for sending in your... That was uh, Margaret Thatcher. No, it's... But... <laughs> <laughs> She's in the crown. Have you been watching Same the crown? You've been watching no. the crown. No, me neither. No. Um, but that's that out of the way. We're not doing Tally Me uh, the Crown no. just as a spoiler. But um, yeah, have we got any royal stuff? I've got something royal to talk about. But it was, I thought okay. I'd let you go first if you had anything. Well, okay. Well, I just was interested because obviously, if say someone does listen to this, one of the rules does, and they they like really keen. Mm. You know, it could happen. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. They love it. They love all the features. They love Paul's question time. They yeah. love telling me what you've been watching this week. They love t- t- tube tales. Um, you know, they then become like a massive fan. Yeah. We could get invited to like meet the royal family. You never know. It happened to like Ricky Gervais. So, so why couldn't it happen to us? So what you're saying is you're sort of hoping for some sort of honour out of this, like Paul Austin yeah. MBE or something like that. But I was just wondering, like, how what if if that landed on our doorsteps? Yeah, like this invitation to to meet meet her match. Mm. What would how, how would what would you say, George? Would you actually go along with it? Would you go? What would you wear? What would you eat? What would you say? I would not want to really go along with it. I'll be honest. I what mean, do I mean? don't like don't... I don't like the way he expressed those views in his email. But I kind of am aligned a little bit more closely with one one four in as much as I'm not a massive monarchist 
I'm not an anarchist. Oh, well, either. now it's a fine time to mention it. Now we're doing a podcast for them. Well, no, I think I that, thought you were well that, into the royal well, the, family. The, well, I like one of them. I like Anne, but I mean, she's the most normal one of the bunch. But I think, I think you'd be so sick of people being sycophantic twenty four seven. Oh, oh, oh you're ple- pleasure to meet you and curtsy and all. I think they want a bit of grit and realism and someone to just go, all right, and sort of treat them <laughs> not with contempt, but with sort of normal levels of of respect rather than sort of over the top stuff. So I mean I might go but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing anything special. That I is absolutely bullshit. I wouldn't take what you'd take an honor would you? No, no, not that bit. I'm come I'll come on to that bit. The bit about them wanting like a normal level of like streetwise respect like you give to some bloke down a shop. Bullshit hmm. do they want that? They'd they'd want you to cut your own head off if it made them happy. Hmm. And that's an all power to them. Yeah, good on all them power for that. to them. You know, if you were in their position, if you were king of the country world, you'd say, "Oh well, uh, everyone just get down on your knees and like basically just show your asses to me because that's what I want," wouldn't you? I, I, no, no, absolutely not. Um, no, me neither. And I think you may, may be bordering slightly on the libel side of things. With that, <laughs> are they very litigious? I'm not, the saying, royals? I'm not saying that is what they think. I'm just saying it is what any normal person would think. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying that I think your average royal, every now and then, maybe they, yeah, they do like that. Obviously, they like the curtsying and the bows and the don't speak until you've spoken to stuff. But I think also, you know, I think deep down some of them are just ordinary people. And, like, you know, at the end of the day, they like a Pizza Express pizza. You know, they like a Costa <laughs> coffee, I think. I think you're just totally wrong. I think, I don't think they're, I don't think they're normal people. I think they're better. They're better than normal people. Let's face it. That's why they're in the, you know, the position they're in. I mean, if you, if there were any, if they were like us at all, then we, surely we'd be like kings and queens and that. Would you listen to, but we're not. Would you listen to Crass if two of the royals were doing, if Wills and, and, um, what's the ginger one called? Harry, if they were doing a a Crass. say Fergie then. Fergie. (laughs) Prince William and Fergie, yeah. Would you listen to that? If they did it, why? If they did a podcast, they did Crass, yeah, like a, a version of Crass. You know, what would they? Well, call it's it? all academic, George, because they wouldn't do it because they're 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 above it. They're above this. Do you not they're think we're it. above better this than sometimes when you listen to it back? Maybe. <laughs> well, no, me we never. Not personally, no. No, no. It's interesting. It's an interesting debate, but I, I know, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, they 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 want to be treated like normal people every now and then. No. So you, and you wouldn't and you wouldn't take a, an honor, a knighthood or anything. I absolutely wouldn't take an honor. No. You wouldn't no. take it. I'd love to take. I'd love to be a knight going round with my sword and like chopping people's heads off. You wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, but you can't really do that though, can you? I mean, you're a knight like like King Arthur. You're not and above. That. You're not above the <laughs> like King Arthur and that. No, well, I mean, the worst case scenario though, if that happened, is that Rick Wakeman would write an album about you. So, I mean, that uh, that that's a risk if you oh, take you can a knighthood. Make a good point there. I, I wouldn't want that to happen. But yeah, you're not above the law. You can't go around with a sword and a what and a, no, and a noble you steed are. and start slashing people. No. That's how it works. You're the queen's like guard, aren't you? That's you. You know, Sir David Beckham. He's if he gets contacted by the queen to kill a few people for it, he has to do it. He has to do it, does he? Yeah. Is, is David Beckham a sir? <laughs> I think I don't know. I think he is. Actually, I Sir David so. Beckham, really? 
It would I'm, be the most bonkers. <laughs> it I'm would be Google the most it. bonkers night. Dead air jingle. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> no, don't do that. Why are you doing that? I want to ask you a question. David Beckham. No, he's an OBE. Oh, shit. Well, I've made a right chuckle fool of myself there, haven't I? Anyway, we'll move on quick. People will forget it. Yeah. What, you, what? It would be the most bonkers knighthood. Knight. <laughs> I'll say that again. Yeah. Who would be? The, who would be the most bonkers person to get a knighthood? Um. Pasquale. Joe Pasquale. Sir Joe Pasquale. Sir Joe Pasquale. I mean, he's already king of the jungle, though, isn't he? So that's already an honour. <laughs> um, Timmy Mallet, someone like that. Mallet. Yeah. I mean, they're all on the same lines, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some pretty much on the same lines. On an August morn, born at Clarence House, a Hyde Park gun salute, single tenant spouse, rejoice around the globe. With the stable set. Riding crop in hand, the medals rolling in, equestrian wonderland, a team playing princess. At the polo club, awesome royal ball, with a mott haircut in a banquet hall, a lady of such class. Working for charities, escaping kidnappings, avoiding presidents and age-old royal trappings. How I wish they were all like Anne. Did Did you not have any content about the rules? I mean, now I know that you fucking hate them. It's well, obvious I that you know. I, I do have have a brief. A uh, little bit of content. Uh, okay. It's, it's um, not getting us out of the controversy, though, Paul, I have to say. We're still... Oh, if anything, right. we're really starting to wade into the, the boggy depths of controversy here. Okay. Um, well, just cause... pitch it to me first, and I'll and, and depending on my reaction, you know, I'll, then I'll decide whether we keep it or not. I, I, just, I just wanted to sort of talk about how, you know, Princess Diana, she, she wasn't all that... <laughs> Well, that's all right, because the royals think the same thing. You know, they hate her as well. So, you know, and we're only sending it to them. So, I mean, preaching preaching to the choir a bit, to be honest. (laughs) Again, I don't hate Princess Diana. I just thought, I just think, I think people, no, I can't say that. I think people only only like her because of what happened. And it was a tragedy. Uh, It was undoubtedly a tragedy. I'm cutting all this. I don't know why I'm going on. Please don't. Please keep that in. It's undoubtedly a tragedy. This is a tragedy. No, this is undeniably it's a tragedy. But I just, I was three when this happened, so I don't remember. But I just don't think I. Just would. read out your list, George, because otherwise we're going to wade into real boggy territory well, with the I've Daily just Express. Composed, I've just composed a list of Dianas I prefer to Princess Diana. <laughs> okay. 
right. So we might. Are you probably... gonna put some music under this? <laughs> yeah, top of the pops. <laughs> In at number one is Diana Rigg, uh, the late great Diana Rigg. We've also got Diana Ross of Supremes fame. Diana Crawl, jazz musician. Non-mover, number three. Uh, new entry at number four, Diana Vickers off of X Factor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number five, we've got Diana Sands. Uh, at six, Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. Still at number seven for the 50th year running, we've got Diana Coupland, who sang underneath the mango tree in Dr. No, and she was also Sid James's wife in Bless This House. So it's a low bar. I'm not having a go at Diana, <laughs> Diana but it's a, quite a low bar at this point. Uh, Faye, Dunaway's, Faye Dunaway's character in Network, Diana Christensen, a character who's loathsome Fictional, yeah. in the film, but is still a Diana I prefer. And uh, still at the bottom spot is Diana Hodino, from Yes Minister. Uh, so they're the Dianas I prefer to Princess Diana. There I you was, go. I was also going to include Diana Dawes on there. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I read some stuff about her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. she, was, she was arguably the Ghislaine Maxwell of her day. I mean... Right. You know, okay. At least one of the people listening would, would get on with her. But I mean, yeah, I don't want to get too into it. But... It's not libel. Yeah, She's yeah. dead. It's fine. So I mean, I liked her before reading that. I thought, I thought she, was, you know, she was the British Marilyn Monroe back in the the forties and fifties, and she's quite <laughs> yeah, glamorous. Yeah. I'm weirdly gutted, Paul. I, I didn't think okay, I cared, right. but I actually am really sort of bothered by it. Any thoughts so, on Diana's? I, I prefer. <laughs> no, well, no, no. It's a it's a really good list. Well done. Uh, I have got another list here. I've got to, just for balance. There is now a list of Diana's not quite as good as Princess Diana. <laughs> right, okay. I'd like to go through. So, uh, in well, light we've had one, presumably. Yeah, in light of the research, Diana Dawes. Yeah. Uh, then Diana Mitford. Diana Ingram off Millionaire. Right, uh, yeah. Diana, the song written by Paul Anker. You don't like less... Diana, Rick. You don't like Diana Ingram less than you like the fucking Lady <laughs> Di. <laughs> You're fascinated by Diana Ingram. Don't deny it. <laughs> that makes me so. That makes me sound like I'm obsessed with the coffee major scandal. <laughs> no, no, I think she's lonesome. You I... wanted to try and track down the polo neck that he was wearing. You wanted to buy one. Yeah, and you wanted one as well. Come on. Okay, yeah, all right. Admittedly, I did. Plus, Charles Ingram was sort of the lovable idiot in the chair, whereas Diana Ingram and that Tequan Witt, they were the one pulling the strings behind They were the the pulling the strings. Diana, the song written by... Paul Anker, but it's even less good when it's performed by Mud, who were one of the yeah. worst bands. Uh, oh, Diana yeah, Sowell, who played Charlie Bucket's mum in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that's not fair. And Diana a... Lee, who dubbed Diana Sowell's voice for the song Cheer Up Charlie <laughs> in the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So those are my... Diana's right. not, not quite as good not as, as Princess good. Diana. Right. No. I, I sense you don't agree with some of those being on there. No, it's fine. No, you've done a really good job. Thanks for make. Thanks for sort of coming up with something to put in this. So, I mean, that's I'm not, you know. You know, I'm not saying I hate Princess Diana. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I know you've she's, you've she's said you've said your piece. She's in the middle, she's in the middle ground. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, we know we've not. Neither of us have been watching The Crown because. No. Nope. Come on. Why? Why? 
would we be wasting our time with that? But why would we watch? Why would we watch that anti-royal propaganda? Why would we? Yeah. Why would we? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, instead, of, yeah, instead of talking about stuff, instead of telling me what you've not yeah. been watching this week, why don't you tell me what you have been watching this week? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, well, wait, wait, this we'll bung, w- the, bung the jingle in there. Oh, okay, all right. Telling me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Right, well, um, I mean, I, this week is, is pushing it a bit because it was probably about uh, three months ago when I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Tell me what you've been watching in the last three months. <laughs> but... Uh, a few series is a series is is ago. Uh, George mentioned to me on air, not quite live, but like it was live when it was happening. So, yeah, he mentioned to me that they were bringing back Spitting Image. Yeah, and you didn't uh, believe me, did you? As this, I didn't believe you because the idea sounded ridiculous to me. Uh, George, you want to put in a couple of clips from that uh, episode? Yeah, here's here's a little extract from uh, an episode called uh, "Do You Remember Plinko." Uh, in which we discuss spitting image. Let me put the clip in now. The... Have you heard in the news that they're bringing back spitting image? Which no, I no. dread to. I really am dreading seeing Who's how that it? turns out. I think it won't the, happen. The original bloke, I can't remember. I'd, I'd never watched it the first time on account of not being born. But um, the original bloke, Peter Summit, I don't know. Peter Fluck? Yeah, he's. I think he's involved, isn't he? Unless okay. he's dead or something like that. Read it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Peter Flux obituary, and you read it, but you didn't really read it. You just saw it, and you thought, "Oh, spitting images coming back." <laughs> to be honest, I don't believe they'll ever bring back spitting images. It's too expensive. If they do, it'll be like it'll just it'll be like newsoids. No, it's, it is coming back. I've not. It's not coming back. I've, yeah. It's been, yeah. <sighs> Fuck me. Everything about this is shit. Fact, New spitting are... image series to feature Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. L- let was... it be dead. Don't bring it back. Don't bring. If you're listening, ITV, don't bring it back because it's going to be shit. Did you see the photos of the puppets then? When you Google, oh, they actually. So they've actually got photos it's, of puppets. It's actually coming back. Yeah, and the, and all four people you mentioned uh, in the article I just found then. You're this fucking pictures. about with me. I'm not. No, fucking what? Is this is this the BBFC certificates all over again? <laughs> the original people behind it are involved to a certain. If it's degree. Peter Fluck and Roger Law, then I can kind of get behind it. And these puppets do look pretty good. Well, didn't one? I of, don't know. Wasn't one of them behind Newsoids though? Uh, Cole Shaw was behind Newsoids. No, okay. I... Sure, I don't they? believe. Well, that's why I thought it would never happen. Is because um, Flock and Law was so anti it. Mm. Oh, I still, I'm still very sceptical of it, George. Still very sceptical it's going to be any good. And sure enough, uh, listeners, Spitting Image did return, and it yes. returned on BritBox, uh, yes. the uh, streaming service uh, owned by the ITV and sort of paid for by the BBC. Um, yeah. And uh, it sort of came back to a actually quite a surprising amount of interest, really, uh, considering yeah. it was like a, a show on a tiny little streaming service that literally no one owns. Um, 
the world's full of kind of real life rubber puppets in charge now, isn't it? So I think well, yeah. the interest was, oh, Donald Trump, he's a caricature already. Oh, Boris Johnson, he's a caricature already. Oh, Angela Merkel, she's, well, I mean, she's, you know, conservative politician, but she's, a, you know, a fairly sensible person. But we can make fun of her accent. Oh, who else? You know, so I think, yeah, the interest was there because it's like living in spitting image, I think, to some degree. Mm, a little bit. So, but I haven't watched this. It is on BritBox, which, like you said, no one has. No one has and would ever, would ever have. Um, but uh, I did uh, buy it. I paid for a month of it. I think I paid for a couple of months of it, actually. Mug. Because um, the... <laughs> actually, um, do you know what? Fair play to BritBox. There is some pretty good stuff on there, some pretty obscure stuff as well. Yeah. Um, the issue is, though, that spitting images on it, and that mm. uh, that made me not want to uh, pay for it ever again. Yeah. Uh, the new spitting image, George, is exactly what I thought it would be, um, <laughs> which is rubbish. That bad. Uh, it's really, it's really rubbish. Oh, dear. Um, I'm sure that um, the listeners, if they are on social media, will have seen perhaps a few clips mm. of the new spitting image because mm. uh, a few of them have. I'm, I hesitate to use the word viral. Um, viral in as much as they're infectious and they're infectiously shitty and crap Um, and the whole basically the old here are the three issues with the new spitting image Mm. uh, in order of uh, importance number one Mm. the most important the most the biggest reason why the new spitting image is rubbish it is not funny in any way at all Mm. it's not uh, do you know what it'd be fine if it was like not that strong satirically I mean the original spitting image wasn't either but mm. at least sometimes, sometimes it tried to be funny. Yeah. The new spin image is one of the least funny things I've ever watched. But, 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 but Pretty Patel is like Draclia. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, that is pretty. Michael Gove's nose looks like a cock. Greta Thunberg, she's loud about the 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 environment. <laughs> That's the joke. Is that? It's the, yeah. it's, it's exactly what we said it would. It would be. It's you sort of. It's um. What's that fucking thing called, George? Newsoids. Not newsoids. I mean, it is like that. Uh, what's the thing that on Facebook that I said it was like? The Daily Mash. Daily Mash. It's the Daily Mash, but with big uh, rubber puppets. And admittedly, some of the rubber puppets look pretty good. And actually, the best thing to come out of Spitting Image, the new one, are those promo shots of the yeah. puppets, which are pretty, they're really nicely art directed and they look really good. When you actually see yeah. them on the show, issue two comes into play. Uh, yeah. The whole show is really cheap. Mm. So they've obviously ploughed all the money they can into these puppets, which has left yeah. them with like a load of cardboard and sticky tape and, uh, like, and like felt. To make yeah. all the the sets, and they're about to film it with like their phones, because it yeah. is such a cheap looking show. Is this is so? What you're saying is it's a cheap show. It's a cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a cheap and show, and it's every bit as bad as a cheap show would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's every bit as bad wow. as a cheap show. Or well, let's wow. just remove the end. Just say a cheap show would yeah. be. Um, another issue is that they've got the music's all terrible. This is again related to the um, 
the cheapness of it. All the music's yeah. bad. Um, you know, people remember some of the songs from the original Spitting Image. Uh, stick the original Spitting Image had a deck chair up your nose. Yeah. Stick a chicken in your ass. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? But yep. uh, there's no songs <laughs> at all that are going to be uh, remembered for years to come. I only, wa- to be honest, I only watched the first episode in full. But like, yep. none of the other songs have gone online or anything. So. Mm. You know who's going to remember them, and watching yeah. them on YouTube is going to be the way that most people see these sketches. Let's be honest. Yeah. Because once again, I have to reiterate, nobody has BritBox. They're just watching yeah. the free YouTube sketches they're uploading. That is it. Mm. I mean, I've seen some of those sketches, and that's it. Uh, they're dog they're really shit. Bad. Aren't they? They're really yeah. bad. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't believe. Like, I really couldn't believe they were as as bad as they were, and as cheap as they were, and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. So uh, the third issue, yeah, is that it's one of the most cowardly pieces of satire I've ever seen. All of it, yes. It's sort of it's a bit afraid to really make fun of Donald Trump. It's a bit afraid to actually sort of be horrible about Boris Johnson. It's all a bit mm, well, you know, they're they're a bit daft, but they're sort of Boris Johnson's presented as like a kind of lovable fool, which is exactly yeah. what he wants. And yeah, sort of Trump exactly is... the sort of caricature he's been portraying himself as for exactly the best part of two decades. Um, I mean, the first I, yeah. episode, the first episode of this new series of Spitting Image, one of the first jokes was a Kofifi joke. How mm. long ago was that? Fucking that was a few years ago. Kofifi, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. right at the beginning of Trump's presidency. It was, and and they've made a joke about it in the in the, in the first episode. They're supposedly like you know cutting satire. Yeah, to bring up that it's just insane. It's not, I mean, it's... it was great timing on their part to do this in the run up to and in the aftermath of a big U.S. election that he's just lost as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> not, nice one. Yeah, it's great. Good timing. job, guys. Yeah, because so... I bet you they didn't make a, a Joe. Well, maybe they did actually. I don't know, but they probably didn't put as much money into a Joe Biden puppet. They thought we don't need it. We fight. We we need. We don't need it. No. Yeah, well, well, the joke with Joe Biden, their joke with Joe Biden is that he's sort of old and he's like senile. There was oh, a, there was one sketch. Oh, he's old. He'll die soon. Oh, there was fun. a ske- <laughs> there was a sketch uh, that they uploaded to their YouTube mm. channel, and the joke of it was Joe Biden's making breakfast, mm. and um, and Adele's there as well. Adele. Yeah, Adele. As in. As in Skyfall. As in Skyfall, Adele. Set fire to the <laughs> rain. She's there, oh. and that's that's the oh. joke. I think it's like they've got... Um, it's like the, the... I haven't seen it. It's like they've got dice with <laughs> ju- like celebrities' names on. from, And they've had yep. these dice a while. <laughs> <laughs> and they're rolling all these dice at once and going, ooh, ooh, ooh Joe Biden and... Adele. Adele, put them together. And Joe Biden, like, he's obsessed with making breakfast. Mm. That's yeah. his, like, character thing. That's, That's his like thing. his John he Major likes... being grey. He yeah. likes making breakfast. Mm. Yeah, because that's funny, isn't it? It's good, isn't it, that? And Adele's yeah. there. Mm. And she's got, like, this all sounds awards. really, really awful. It's dog shit and it's terrible, and I advise every member of the royal family not to watch it. Yeah, just bringing it back to the royal thing, there, George. Yeah, because yeah, because the royals, you know, you, they're, they're I, 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 have they been targets? They do of sort of feature in it. Image? They sort of feature in it. Um, Harry and Meghan were in it a bit. 
Yeah. Not, like, they're not rules anymore. Traitors. But, it, was um, that kind of the... Me- is that you, Paul? Or is that's that... me, that is. No, that is me. Oh, okay. That's me saying that. How dare, how Whereas... dare you leave our, our, our institution that, you know... Sure, it's old-fashioned. Sure, it's vaguely fascist. But, hey, hey, it's it's ours, and you know what? You're lucky to be part of it, Meghan Markle. Whereas I think that it was an opportunity for uh, the royals to sort of diversify and show that they're in touch with modern Britain. But, unfortunately, it didn't pan out. Quite right! Quite right! That's what I say. (laughs) All I will say, Meghan, is... Check the brakes regularly. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why I was watching uh, three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was John Sullivan who penned and sung these immortal words: "No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee." And though he could very well have been talking about the royal family, his words about getting a bargain <laughs> down market have a renewed relevancy in the age of the modern-day Wild West of shopping that is eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's... <laughs> it's... It's lovely to see see this feature back, George. Yeah, I mean, I know no one else likes it, so I'll keep it brief, but... um. I did have a little eBay adventure over the past sort of three months. So we've talked before about CBBC alumnus and shopping TV superstar Peter Simon. And yep. I've expanded... Come in, come in, in the show, and in the bag you do. <laughs> you will not believe the bargains. <laughs> yeah, um, we've talked yeah, about yeah, him yeah. before. Um, not only with the novelty singles, not only with Get Your Own Back. Um, we've <laughs> we've uh, spoken about Peter Simon before, so we don't need to go too much on about him mm. himself. But for his 10th anniversary on Bid TV, do you remember, who, who remembers Bid TV? <laughs> who remembers Bid TV? All the shopping channels, they were after the kids' channels, weren't they? Yep. He, well, he was on Bid TV for a while, and for his 10th anniversary on Bid, they commissioned a 1,000... Peter Simon commemorative figurines. And wow. One of them popped up on eBay recently. <laughs> of course it did. And I I spent a few weeks watching this because it was on there for what I considered too much money. It was on there for about 25 quid. Um, so what I did, I watched it, and each week it wouldn't sell, and each week it would be sort of relisted for a bit less money. Ah. And I managed to whittle... I, I managed to wait... And I waited and I waited. And then it was suddenly it was on there for about uh, 12 quid. And I pounced. I pounced on it. I pounced yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Naturally, and, yeah. Uh, now it takes pride of place on the bookcase <laughs> in the living room of our house. I'm going to post a picture onto the crass Twitter of... Naturally. Uh, ...of Peter Simon terrorising a Lego Tokyo like a big Godzilla. Uh, just to show you the, <laughs> big, the true glory Godzilla. of this. Yeah. But um, it, it, not one of them small ones. What you get? Not a small Godzilla, not like a big Godzilla. You, you, you know, you know more about Godzilla than me. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? eBay I've never done that before ever. Wait, what? eBay I've never done that before ever.
Yes, listeners, it's time for Paul's autobiography. Um, I've had a few brushes with the rolls. Have you? Uh, y- yes. Um, and I thought uh, to sort of, you know, tell you about them, uh, rather than, like, use my me, me brain and my mouth, like, properly, I'd just read a chapter from my autobiography. Paul Austin, Life Lessons from an Expert. Chapter 2008 of Royal Flush of Blood. Ever since I was a boy, I've been well keen on the royal family. No, I'm not talking about the sitcom starring Cheeky Ricky Tomlinson. Truth be told, I find it quite disrespectful. Not just to the actual royal family, but also to northerners, whom they're so flagrantly parodying. No, it is the monarchy of whom I speak. I can't get enough of them. I've got all their videos, and I've seen them live three times. I was at the Millennium Dome, the night that Princess Margaret bit the head off a mouse and was wrestled to the ground by the Queen Mother. As a child, my bedroom walls were adorned with posters of Lady Diana and Sarah Ferguson. I even slept under a duvet, featuring the Earl of Sussex, shaking hands with Snoop Dogg. Basically, I was wacky for the Windsors. My adoration for the rolls came to a head one day in December 2008. It was a real turning point in history. Barack Obama was going to change the world, the Large Hadron Collider was going to fuck everything up, and Lady Gaga appeared out of nowhere to change the world forever. Also, Iron Man came out. (laughs) I was 14 and overflowing with hormones. Not only that, but I'd started suffering with hay fever. Just months earlier, a few of my less savoury friends, Phil Cauldron, Corky Satchel and Mark Lamar, had dared me to eat a handful of pollen farmed from a field of pigweed, which had caused my face to double in size. By December, it had shrunk slightly, but was still pretty massive. I looked like an Easter Island head, or Ash Frith. My my self-confidence was at an all-time low. My parents knew... (laughs) My parents... My parents knew this, and God bless them, they arranged a special something to cheer me up. My dad had certain connections with a certain comedian. I'm not going to say his name, but he's basically the modern equivalent of Barrymore. In every way, I'm telling you. Seriously, don't go swimming with him. Anyway, my father managed to get tickets for the 2008 Royal Variety performance, and best of all, Prince Charles was bound to be there. I was thrilled. I couldn't help but imagine a scenario in which the gardening prince immediately recognised my immense levels of talent and charisma and invited me to become an honorary royal. My parents told me not to get my hopes up, but I told them to fuck right off. Finally, the day arrived. For the last month, I'd felt nothing but excitement. Now, though, a feeling of intense anxiety reared its ugly head. Truth is, pretty much everything that happens to me goes wrong in some bizarre, seemingly impossible way. (laughs) My day at Alton Towers, ruined by a flock of birds getting stuck inside oblivion. The time I was supposed to meet my hero, Russ Meyer. He died seconds before I arrived at his condo. My holiday to the Gaza Strip, which is probably a bad call to begin with, actually. The point is that stuff goes wrong for me, and I knew it even then. Can you blame me for being anxious about seeing the Prince of Wales live? Despite my fears, I was still itching to go. I borrowed my dad's best suit, which had once belonged to Matthew Kelly. I recently discovered that this was my father's dogging jacket and have since thrown it in the bin. At the time, though, I looked pretty damn sharp. My parents drove me to London, sharing the driving duties so that my father could have an occasional hit from his snuff box. The journey was relatively hassle-free, except for when we drove through Redditch and narrowly escaped being burned alive inside a wicker man. (laughs) Upon arriving at the London Palladium, I was overwhelmed by the sheer number of showbiz talents. 
Duffy, the West End cast of The Lion King, Rod Gilbert and Fern Britton, fresh from <laughs> hospital after a gastric bypass. And that was just in the car park. I found this onslaught of celebrity exposure so overwhelming that I passed out and had to be given mouth-to-mouth by Joe Swash. Inside, the parade of big names continued. Marky Smith, most of Girls Aloud, and Robert Kilroy Silk. I watched, rapped as he approached the bigoted, but not really funny man, Jimmy Carr, slapped him on the back and proclaimed him the best comedian since Bernard Manning. As Kilroy swaggered off, Jimmy's head fell in dismay and he muttered to his wife, why does this always happen to me? <laughs> At the bar, while my parents downed three pretty large glasses of tea and Maria, I witnessed a very heated argument between John Barrowman and Jimmy White while Cliff Richards got goosed <laughs> while Cliff Richards goosed every single pussycat doll, much of their distressed. At this point I decided to knock the showbiz mingling on the head and I nipped out to find the future King Charlie. I was a slight and willowy 14-year-old. This was long before I discovered the joys of Rusters Burgers and Malibu, which has made me pretty hefty. This tiny frame essentially allowed me free reign around the Palladium, as there was always a big celebrity I could hide behind. Christopher Biggins, Colin Baker, Kim Woodburn, all unknowingly aided me in my mission to find the prince. After about 20 minutes, I struck gold. There, exiting the ladies' toilets, was Camilla Parker Bowles, surrounded by her bulky minders. Bingo! Wherever there was bowls, there was bound to be Charles. I followed them back to Camilla's private room where she dismissed her minders and sashayed inside. Thinking quickly, I devised a scenario that would distract her staff. Look over there! I screamed. It's Sandy Tom! (laughs) Instantly, the crowd of beefy men guarding Camilla's secret room evaporated, desperate to get a glimpse of the Scottish singer who may or may not have had flowers in her hair. Carefully, I crept over and opened Camilla's door. Just in time to watch Camilla squatting over a carpet as Prince Charles tumbled out from between her legs. On impact, a viscous red gloop spattered the floor and walls. The potential queen turned, saw me, pointed and screeched like a fox. I ran. I ran faster than I've ever run before. I would have run all the way back to Joitwich if I could, but I was stopped by my parents in the foyer. What's wrong, Paul? Come on, the show is about to start. I... I... Charles... Camilla! I tried to warn them of the horror, but the words were jammed in my adolescent throat. My dad gave me a warm, drunken smile. Come on, son. Let's find our sheets. Hiccup! He hiccuped. He didn't just say hiccup, obviously. Anyway, as the crowd stuffed into the main theatre, I shrunk down in my seat and placed my dad's jot-dogging jacket over my head. Mints, Oddbin's receipts and a brochure for a German holiday camp fell into my lap. The embarrassment was unbearable, but I couldn't relax until I knew we were shielded by darkness. Finally, after what felt like hours, the house lights went down and the band, Cambridge Echoes, began to play. I was still terrified, but it was near impossible to ignore the stellar entertainment on offer. Peter Kay did his now infamous Jonestown material, Leona Lewis did some pretty solid Tom Waits covers, and Armstrong and Miller took ecstasy live on stage. (laughs) There are also a number of acts who have since been forgotten by history. George George Sampson, Only Man Allowed and Brian May. (laughs) I had just begun to relax when my father's shady contact took the stage, doing that funny skip what he does. No, no, then, ladies and gentlemen. He shook his head back and forth, relaxed his lower lip while making a sort of groaning sound. The crowd laughed and applauded for at least ten minutes. When they were too exhausted to carry on, Mike, I mean, the guy who got us the tickets continued... (laughs) To win tonight's fantastic show, I'm so proud to present Prince Charles and the Duchess Camilla Parker Bowles. Yay! My heart skip, skip, skip to beat. <laughs> Charles, 
now freshly licked clean of fluid, stalked onto the stage, followed by Camilla, who pushed the chirpy comedian into the orchestra pit as she went. He flopped into the tuba like an undercooked meringue. The rather perturbed tuba player blew hard on the mouthpiece in an attempt to unstick him. The roadshow Wally exploded from the large brass instrument, <laughs> shot across the room like a comet, before coming to a swift halt upon Carol Thatcher's head, killing her instantly. <laughs> Camilla turned to the audience and proclaimed... <laughs> How are we feeling tonight, motherfuckers? The crowd cheered. <laughs> Is that all you've got? You people don't know a single thing about rock and roll. Charles followed. How are we feeling tonight, motherfuckers? The crowd cheered again, louder, louder than I've ever heard a crowd cheer, and I've been to a Haven caravan park in Penzance. <laughs> then let's rock this funky house! Camilla yelled, before both she and Charles launched into a powerful rendition of the Beach Boys hit Good Vibrations. <laughs> then, disaster. As she sang the line, She Goes With Me to a Blossom World, Camilla's eyes met mine, and the singing ceased. You! She howled like a dog. I thought it was that bitch Diana back from the grave to haunt me, but it's just a big-faced boy! I thought I'd be safe in the darkness and in the crowd, but I neglected to take into account my phenomenally swollen head. Let's kill him! <laughs> Charles snarled as he drew a flintlock pistol from his jacket. He aimed, he shot. I closed my eyes and waited for the cold hand of death. Seconds passed and I felt nothing. There were screams and I heard the thud of a body hitting the ground in front of me. I opened my eyes and gazed in horror at the writhing, bloodied body of Michael Ball, who had valiantly <laughs> jumped into the path of Charles's silver bullet. I looked up at the stage. It was empty. The royal couple had vanished in a puff of smoke, and they're still at large. Stay vigilant. You could be next. The horror. The horror. The rest of the evening was pretty uneventful. Philip Schofield did a bit of juggling, and then we went home, and I had some turkey dinosaurs. Jamie Oliver can fuck off, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and so concludes this chapter of my autobiography. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you you've been witness to uh, Jimmy Carr being brought down a few pounds. Well, <laughs> no, well that was one of the highlights of the night, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does seem to happen to him a lot, doesn't it? It must do. Well, I mean, if he's going to keep doing those jokes, well, yeah, you'd think he'd change his material. That's quite anyway, an extraordinary, well... <laughs> quite extraordinary <laughs> memories you've got there, Paul. I know. Well, you know, I'm night. full of them. Um. <laughs> Well, uh, Royals, I hope you enjoyed that little taster of our podcast. Uh, You can find all our episodes we've done previously on Podbean or iTunes. Just search Crass and you'll find them probably. They're on there now as well. They're on Google Podcasts. I don't know what Google Podcasts is, but they're on there. It's on there. Well, great. All right. Nice one. Nice one. Um, Uh, If you want to email us, Royals... Uh, the email address is crasspodcast at gmail dot com. But if if your legal representatives are planning on getting in touch, then yeah, well maybe use, just use leave it. Yeah, yeah, just maybe just leave, leave it. it. Leave it. Leave it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as well uh, at the Crass Podcast, and I'm also personally on Twitter, much to George's chagrin, 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 grin, chagrin, chagrin. Chagrin. Much to uh, my chagrin, Paul's on Twitter as well. <laughs> uh, at Bumble D- Bumbledoon, that's Bumble D-O-O-N. 
forgive me if I'm wrong, just to sort of no, nicely tie things into really a bow. I'm not going to have a go at your fucking Twitter, right. all right? Okay. But just expect it now. Bumbledoon, Bumbledown, that kind of nickname that you've given yourself. Yeah. Wasn't that yes. from Spitting Image? I think it was. Well, yeah. Yes, no, I, I used to, to be... I was just tying the bow together. I'm not having a go. No one's having a go. It was from Spitting Image. I got no it from Spitting Image, no, okay. No one's having a go, mate. Well, still, happy birthday, George. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good, have a good Christmas, Royals. Um, yeah. If you enjoy this special Royal edition of Crass, it's a Crass Royal knockout, uh, then, yeah, be sure to tune in to our Christmas special, which will be... You know when it will be. It's Christmas, isn't it? It's Christmas, on Christmas. It? Yeah, Christmas Day at some point, maybe, if I get it edited in time. Yeah, well, if you do it. Yeah. We'll just leave it there, just finish yeah. it there. Should we just cut there? Well, we'll put the end music in here, but we can we can stop now, I think. Okay. <laughs> George has gone to get a drink, listeners, um, and I expect he's ex- he's sort of he's wanting me to, to do something now that he can stick at the end of the pod. Uh, but um, I can't can't think of anything really. Um, can I do? Um, I've got nothing. So, what's what's next?